Hello and welcome to Angry Andy Reviews and this is going to be a very quick review for Hocus Pocus 2. My camera is broke, so uh, I'm doing it on my phone as I've often done recently. Um, yeah, Hocus Pocus 2, a very, very related sequel um, uh, to the original Hocus Pocus released in was it 1993 or something, some 29 years um, after. Um, this is a... A bit of a messy film. I'm not a huge lover of the original Hocus Pocus, I have to admit. Um, but this is messy in the fact that it's it's lost in its own... I want to say its own sort of... Hype. <laughs> its own sort of... Enjoyment of itself. Which, it's fine, it's an honest, you know, playful little film, but... It's all nostalgia. There's, there's nothing in this film. There's nothing new. Um, in fact, I think it's it's much weaker than the original Hocus Pocus. The original Hocus Pocus had the the the, the joy of just these three witches simply wanting to to murder naughty children. Um, you know, it's it's plain. It's simple. It's there are there, there are multiple stories in the original film. Um, you know that keep you keep you invested with the characters. Um, in this, I, I don't really know what the plan was for the witches. They come back; they're brought back by a black candle yet again, um, that was crafted by um, this historian. Um, and the Sanderson sisters come back; they're brought back by a coven of young witches. Um, so they try and they try and play this sort of you know you don't have to be bad anymore you can be good um, but obviously uh, it it just becomes messy and without any sort of real need for existing I, I don't really know why it exists I don't know what what happens <laughs> to be quite honest it's really bizarre. They're trying to match the same tone, the same levity of the original film, and it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. It's played in a contemporary way that is a complete mismatch of you know what they're, they're trying to do, and it's it's bizarre. The film actually starts off quite strongly. There's a nice, lovely prologue, you know, that shows the Sanderson sisters uh, as young girls um, living in Salem, and that's quite interesting. In fact, that's the most interesting part of the film. Because I was kind of thinking, because I had no, I'd not watched any trailer for this for this sequel, I was kind of thinking this is what they were going to do. Were they going to show sort of like a a prequel sort of, you know, life um, of the Sanderson sisters before they are, you know, executed? Um, but no, it's it's uh, it's it's just a bit of a, a sort of like a, a false sort of flag really for the rest of the film. Um, it's supposed to give them, 
the Sanderson sisters someone to, to go after um, and it, that doesn't really transpire throughout the rest of the film um, it raises so many questions you know about why the film exists and I have no answers I really have no answers the only the only upside to this film really I think is how game the central cast are Bette Midler um, you know <laughs> she's Bette Midler is Bette Midler she's well into it any chance to sing and she's singing away it becomes more of a a Broadway musical than it does you know a solid film and I wonder if perhaps this might have served better as some kind of like you know Broadway musical sequel rather than a movie sequel you know they could have maybe melded the original film with this uh, with this story and done a much better theatre piece um yeah, it's 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 strange. It's it's really strange. Um, yeah, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing positive I can think of really is that the the the, the central original cast, returning cast, are, are are pretty game. I can never remember, you know, the zombie in this. I can never remember what he was called, but when he comes back, it's 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 pretty fun. You know, it's light hearted. Um, but again, there's, there's no sort of. I don't think there's any real tension. I don't know it's a kids film. I know it's a kids film, but you're still gonna have peril and tension in the kids film. That's why kids films work so great. You know, that's why kids invest in them. Kids want to go back and watch them again because there is peril. There is, you know, some scares. There is some, you know, thoughtful mechanism within the film. That's why kids love The Lion King. That's why kids love, you know, Sleeping Beauty. Um, but we're not getting that. We don't get that with Disney anymore. Everybody's going to be good. Everybody's going to be nice. And that's what happens in this film. The, the, the returning trio, they all... They have they have their weird machinations where they're, they're trying to do certain things. But in the end, nothing nothing happens. They just become nice. They, they disappear. And then Bette Midler realises, oh, what I've been doing is, is horribly wrong this entire time. And she disappears and... It flitters away into a, a a a warm, wintry fart, unfortunately. Um, I don't even think it looks that great. I think it's clearly filmed on a set, and you can tell that, especially in the woods. The woods is very clearly filmed on a set. It looks a bit cheap. It looks a bit naff, which is fine when this is a sequel to a film that was, you know, critically derided yet has somehow created a cult following um fair enough fair enough i mean i understand the cult following um but a sequel i don't think it's necessary um and i got nothing out of it i got nothing out of it sadly for me so it's not a film for me i'm not lambasting it i'm not i'm not giving it you know i'm not hammering it here like i would like i would normally do because I think there are probably charms there for you know for kids, um, just not the charms that I think would fit for old fans. You know those old fans that have been you know wanting to see a sequel for these you know near thirty years. Um, and I'm thinking like films like you know like Blade Runner and things like that. They've had a sequel, a very belated sequel, and how they try to you know give them something fresh yet keep you know. Um, keep the tone and keep the flavour 
yeah, they do all that stuff in here, but there is nothing fresh. It doesn't feel unique. It doesn't feel clever. It doesn't feel well made. It's it's a shame, really. It's like it's been thrashed out, knowing that they would get views and get sells. But there you go. <sighs> Uh, the dialogue in this is is so well, you know, heavy with exposition that I tuned out. So unfortunately, this is a tuned out score of four out of ten. Unfortunately, for Hocus Pocus two, and I'm going to leave it there. Um, it's it's a weird film. It's a weird film that plays more like a an advert for a kids' TV show or you know. A weird music video that just goes on for too long and is cursed to brainwash you into buying more Disney merchandise, I guess. Um, also, Jesus Christ, I've never seen the heaviest bit of... <laughs> Excuse me, that's nearly killed me. Product placement in my life. And the product placement isn't one product, it's a, it's a brand. My word... They go into a supermarket and Walgreens, this is why you're in the supermarket. We'll give you a supermarket set so you don't have to build one if you plaster Walgreens all over the place. That's the problem with this film. It doesn't have its own identity. It's laden with exposition and it feels like it's been purchased by the highest bidder. A bit of a shame, I think. But I'm going to leave it there. Four out of ten. Oh, Disney, you've got to do better with your IPs. Never mind, eh? Never mind. <laughs> When's Hellraiser coming out, Disney? Or for the UK audience? Please? Anyone? All right, then. Bye-bye.